0: I am Well, I'm recording it now. I just heard myself. I did hear you. (laughs) That was weird. Well, let's see what happens. All right. It's recording. Okay. We're Skyping, everybody. We're Skyping. We should... I mean, this would fix a lot of problems. As far as, like, both of us traveling on the road so much, if we just skyped. Guess what, everybody?
1: Jenny and I, we're busy people. We're busy. We have, uh... Real
0: jobs that actually aren't real jobs, but are real jobs. Hey, I have a real job and a fake job. You have a real job and a fake job. Yeah. Dream job. Real job and a dream job. This is Gotti Positive. Hey, everyone. I'm Jenny Zagrina. I'm a comedian. And I'm Kat Eves. I'm a stylist. And this is Gotti Positive. And we are skyping. We are skyping. I'm in Indianapolis currently. I'm on the Eastern Time Zone.
1: I'm in L.A. I'm on the Pacific Pacific... Time zone. Isn't technology
0: amazing? It's really cool. Also, what the fuck is Indianapolis doing in the eastern time zone? It's in the middle of the country. Yeah, what is what is that about? Wait,
1: why is wait, what? Yeah. I, mean, I like skipped over that entirely. That does not make sense to me.
0: Yeah, it's like um we're like right on the edge. I Indianapolis living on the edge. I like the idea that Indiana and Indiana
1: Indian whoa Indianapolis. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that they live on the edge and they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're Eastern Standard Time.
0: We're coastal elite. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Indiana (laughs) and Indiana Indiana, coastal elites. I am. I think I'm gonna call tonight on the show on crackers. I'm gonna call everyone fucking coastal elites. Be like, y'all, you start standard time as far as I'm concerned. Do it. Do it. It's going to go really well. Oh, they're going to love it. It's raining here. It's cold. I took a red eye here. Ew. Red eyes are not gaudy positive. But what was gaudy positive is getting booted to first class. What? Oh, shit. How do you get... How does one get
1: booted to first class?
0: Tell me What you do is you give Delta all of your money. Oh. And you get... Status, and then you pick a flight that no one wants to take, <laughs> so that you will get the upgrade because there's no diamond members on board. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And no one actually bought a first class ticket to Indianapolis because who would do that?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah,
0: it's a really. I good point. I'm these a, are really
1: good gaudy positive travel tips, in my opinion.
0: Guys, I have so many gaudy positive travel tips. Number one, don't buy a travel pillow. You're never going to fucking use that thing, okay? No,
1: I always forget it. Always forget it. You
0: will it. lose it. I have spent more money on travel pillows oh my than God, college, me too. college education. They basically, like, they rely on that, though,
1: don't they? They're like, you didn't remember it, so we'll sell it to you for $75 in the gift shop.
0: Yeah, all you need is a fluffy jacket. Sleep on that shit. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, nope. I am an ace. Yes. Are, you good at, are you good at sleeping on flights? I'm actually pretty good at it, even though I only sleep for like 15 minutes at a time.
0: <laughs> no, I get my collar, my collarbone, my tailbone starts to really hurt. Yeah. Um, and I, my joints hurt. I'm old. Yeah. Like an old
1: lady flying. You know, my butt always hurts sitting for too long in those seats. Yes. They're not comfortable. I don't know if that's relatable, but that's a truth for me. Hey,
0: guys, Um, if you have uncomfortable butt syndrome. Yes.
1: I have a little little tushy pillow, a tushy cushion.
0: Oh, you know what? Okay, fun story. I used to have really bad sciatica to where I had to have a sciatica pillow. Oh. Took it on an airplane with me. Best, probably the best airplane ride ever, and then I immediately forgot it on the airplane. No. And it was like, it was like a, I mean, that thing was... It had so many farts buried inside of it. Like, <laughs> you're welcome, whoever took that.
1: Right? Someone's just farts oh, are worth something. Those are, ce- those are celebrity farts.
0: Yeah. Well, at the time, they were not. They were uh, comic hustling, um, trying to pay the bills farts. Yeah. Which Funny farts. Way, I want to talk about this because we have a lot of gaudy, positive listeners who are artists and um, yeah. moving and shaking. And I had a discussion just now in real time with a friend of the cast, ex-boyfriend, Dan. Yeah, Dan wh- the man. Dan the man. Again, he's just a man. He is not the no, man. He's,
1: he's a man.
0: <laughs> so um, he uh, told me that he thinks that the idea of hustle and bootstrappy pulliness is a very privileged thing. Ooh, I like it. And, and you know what? I and, And this idea of like that you should be more of a taking rest and taking time for yourself and, and, uh, you know, self-care version of, of, uh, achievement. And I, I want to know, is that, you think that's a good way to go?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that there's some, I think there's some real levels to that conversation, right? Like. I think, on the one hand, the idea of hustling for, like, a creative life is totally a privileged thing. That doesn't mean that people who do not come from privilege can't, you know, approach that or pursue that, obviously. Like, we wouldn't have the entirety of hip-hop if that wasn't true. But, you know, the other side of that is, like, yeah, it's privileged. It's definitely privileged, um, I think... There's, like, this whole underbelly that you don't really see very often where it's, like, like, I'll have conversations with people who work in fashion, for example, who are dressed head to toe in designer clothing, and, like, one of two things is really going on there. One is, like, they are you know, coming from a privileged family. And so someone else is sort of bankrolling this life for them. And then the other side of it is that like, maybe they're really beautiful and the designers, or they have like friends who work in the industry or whatever, and the designers are just throwing clothes at them. Yeah. But, you know, the idea that, so like there's lots of different kinds of privilege in that, right? Like there's beauty privilege, there's wealth privilege, you know, of course race is definitely a factor in those things body type is a factor in those things. So, you know, yeah, I do think it's a, I think uh, the arts industry, the creative industry is built on privilege though, you know, for like the large majority of the people who uh, you see out there who are famous, most of them have some sort of privilege that allowed them to like do the hustle in the beginning to get there. Not, not, most of them were not just like plucked off the street and given a million dollars. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. But. I also feel like that I we don't know, like, I don't know, I guess we don't know the whole story. We're just assuming no. a lot of it. So, like, so, okay, I'll just say it in, in terms of, of my uh, upbringing of, yeah, I know that I have a uh, specific privilege as far as, like, the color of my skin and my upbringing, but it doesn't mean that I worked any less hard. No, I don't think it's a value
1: judgment it's not I, a value judgment at
0: but all like in this context it is a value judgment it is a judgment of well you have privilege so you don't actually have to work as hard like the yeah. idea like that you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps um is only for the wealthy or only for the privileged so i just feel like then it not only does it negate the the people who have worked hard but it negates anyone Who also feels like at the bottom, who feels like they don't have the privilege, but they still did it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just. Yeah. I mean, I think, I I don't really think it it has to be a value judgment,
1: though. I think it's just a fact. It's just a fact that, like, you look at the industries, the entertainment industries, you know, uh, there's no mistaking the fact that, like, if your last name is Kravitz and your first name is Zoe. Like you were beautiful and you probably could get a lot of things on your own without having those names, but it does not hurt to have the financial privilege uh yeah. or the you know, familial ties to open doors for you. But that doesn't I, mean I, that Zoe Kravitz isn't a hard worker. Um, and I only use her as an example because I'm in love with her dad. Who is in love with her dad? I, I watched
0: catapult out of his pants a million times. <laughs> you by the way, you cannot find that video of when he was um, at the, um, the, doing that show and his dick was released. Yes, from his pants. You can't find it anymore. I you can't find it. Ugh. Find it. Good PR team, Mr. Kravitz. Seriously. But yeah. I, I guess in, in my context, someone like Zoe Kravitz or who comes from a line of, we'll call it royalty, mm-hmm. doesn't fit into this idea, you know. But it's like. So-and-so, like, who comes from a middle-class background, who's doing the hustle, versus someone who doesn't doing the hustle, I still don't think that you can, you can... Uh, By the way, sorry, we have producer Millie
1: here today, and she, hey, has, Millie. she has actionable items she's doing in the background right now. she make little <laughs> noises? She's shaking and dancing and telling me she wants to go out. Oh! I said the oh, word, shit. shit. wait. Go back to bed. Forget I said anything.
0: Um, <laughs> I no, just sorry. then it just it it doesn't. It, I just feel like this idea of when did we go from like comparing suffering, like from compassionately understanding suffering to comparing suffering. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I think
1: I think that's a really good point. I think you know there is people talk about like the oppression Olympics. That being said, the other side of that is that we do need to be able to talk about these things not from a judgment point of view but from an understanding point of view right like like when we talk about like oh it is harder for somebody who is a person of color to make it in the entertainment industry um or it is harder for them specifically because there's not as many roles for them and then it's also harder for them to find roles that they don't feel demeaning um and there's lots of decisions that they have to make and things that they have to kind of deal with as they weave in and out of it and then there's the other side of it that's like just the purely the economical side of things right like if you are in LA and you're trying to quote-unquote make it regardless of what you know aspect of the creative world you're going after you will have a longer sort of like like you'll have a longer start uh, place to start from is that what I mean yeah what am I trying to say you have a longer period of time that you can kind of, like, be a broke artist compared to somebody who comes into it already broke, right? Like, yeah. there's just so many other things that are reality. Like, just because you work in entertainment doesn't mean you don't still have to pay your electricity bill and, <laughs> and everything else. You know what I mean? It's like, they they don't also, take star credits.
0: <laughs> sometimes, though, is putting those li- those labels on someone sets them up already to... It's almost like this idea of it didn't exist until you put a label on it. And I'm not saying totally. I, but, I don't but think that's you. true. I think it did exist and we weren't talking about
1: it. And that's why we are where we are.
0: Well, I want, but I wonder if it's somewhere else. If you tell someone, like, you can do anything you want, right? And then if you say something, you can do anything you want. But also, here are all the things you're going to have to battle. like Right. Is that a better is that because the hustle mentality is like whatever you want, you can get it as long as bullshit you, as long as you work hard. I mean, I feel like in some way it's partially bullshit, but it's not. I also I am also of the mindset of like if you want something bad enough, you will find a way. Do you know what I mean? Like if sure. you want to change your brain, you will change it. Like, we can change on a dime if we have to. It just has to be, like, how important is this thing to you? You will right. find a way. And right. I feel like for a lot of artists, and something that I did and maybe that you did was I wanted something, and I, I fucking changed my life for it. I s- sacrificed a lot
1: Yeah. of relationships. Yes, but I didn't do that in a vacuum because the yeah. people around me had to sacrifice in order for me to do that, too. Like, my yeah. husband's, like, Rob's realities about his own, like, photography business had to change a little bit. And then... You know, I have definitely asked and leaned on my parents for money in the last couple of years while I've been trying to make it. I also went out and got a day job and that's flexible, which is really hard to find in order to like be able to do things the way that works for me. so yeah. I mean that's the thing is like all of those things are reality and if if I didn't have my parents to reach out to and say, "Oh fuck, I you know got a flat tire and I don't have money to fix you know to fix it right now, whatever it might be." Um, then, like, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. Like, I, I just wouldn't. And that's, I think, kind of the reality. It doesn't mean that I couldn't also do other things, but there's always, there's sacrifices in every direction, right? Like, if yeah. you, like, you're in a prime spot at, with this, actually, right now, right? Because you kind of decided not, you were touring a lot over, sorry, I'm going to get stupid notifications on my computer. Let's just delete them all. Um, but, like, you last year were in this, spot where you were traveling a lot, you were touring a lot, and now you're, like, not doing that. You're, you're going to stay back this year so you can kind of work on some of the other stuff that you've been wanting to do that traveling kind of keeps you from being able, and, like, opportunities that you just couldn't take. Yeah. Right? So, basically, like, that's a decision, but there's, there's certainly, like, a lot of risk involved in that, right? Yeah. And then, but then you're also in a place now, too, where you can do that. Like, there's things that happen leading up to that point where you're able to do that.
0: Well, see, that's a, that, that is a fun assumption. See, that to me right now, that's actually a pretty interesting assumption of that wow. I actually can, well, that I actually can afford to stop touring because I, can, I actually can't. hmm And not do the work that I don't want to do. It's just, it's just now that I'm at a different level of like, instead of right. when I was, you know, I had to um, sell orthotics for a living. I touched feet right. for 10 fucking years and out yep. of college and drove an hour and a half to work every day to do that in order to do what I want. Now it's just, I have to leave and travel more still doing what I want, but it's not exactly what I want. So I right. guess it's that assumption that I don't like and the, and this idea of. Yeah, but I don't
1: think it is an assumption.
0: I think it's, I don't think it's
1: an assumption to say like you, like you're taking a certain amount of risk involved, but part of it is because you have the, all of the, you have the road behind you. Like you have done, you have, it's it's not an assumption that you haven't done the work to get there. I mean, fuck, I've seen Mm -hmm. you bust your ass so Mm -hmm. many different ways, getting on red eyes to Indianapolis but I, but the but the side of that is the other side of that is that the reason that you can do that is because you did the work and also because you had a little bit there's sometimes it's a little bit of luck it's meeting the right people it's all of that you know like yeah. it's every the the thing about this i think that it, what it really comes down to is there is no such thing as like a direct path like there's no one person whose path looks the same as anybody else's you know
0: i think that's true i just i, I guess my My overall theme is like, I still definitely believe in like, that there needs to be, you you need to have hustle, you need to have sacrifice to do the things you want to do. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think the people, the wealthy or the, um, and I'm going to say privileged in a very like, you're privileged to be at the top kind of thing. Yeah. Probably don't have to sacrifice as much as someone who's waitressing you know, uh, the brunch spot every weekend so that they can have their evenings free to do work, whatever it is. Um, but I still really do believe in like this kind of hard work and hustle is important because, you know, because you, you have to, you have to drive, you have to drive, you have to keep moving or else I feel like, it can get very comfortable. And I think totally. that... Totally. I think that that, that like, idea of, like, but make sure you're doing your self-care and your self-love, I think it's more of a privilege to be able to have the self-care than it is to actually... Yes. ...have the hustle. Like, because to have the hustle is, is maintaining and work, but to be able to do self-care and rest and really, you know, do that stuff, that to me sounds more privileged than... Sure. But I also think that, like, everybody,
1: this is, again, goes back to, like, everybody's path is different, right? Like, everybody's hustle is different. So another side of that, too, is, like, I could be hustling more for styling work and costumer work, and I've talked to you about this before, but because I have a health condition, I can't I yeah. can't hustle for it the same way that other people do. So I had to go out and, you know, find some creative ways around that. Now, is that part of finding, going and finding sort of, like, creative, ways and maneuvering like that's part of my hustle in a way right but but everybody is different I think it's also like if you're a mother of two kids and you're like fuck I really want to be a comedian you know that's a different that's a that's a whole other set of um challenges and so I think it's like on the one hand we talk about privilege a lot from this perspective of like what we don't have but sometimes it's also from this just this perspective really of like what are our challenges and and it's not and that and if you look at it from that standpoint i truly don't think it's a judgment like i don't i don't judge lily collins for becoming an actress and if you don't know lily collins is the daughter of phil collins a one mr genesis
0: Oh. oh yeah i would quote a song but none are coming to my mind right now all i can
1: think of is sting that's all I can think of. I don't know. Did he do what, when we walk in fields
0: of gold? <laughs> that's not him at all. Um, there's not a song different. that, tell me it's black and tell me it's white. Nah, nah, there nah, you nah. go. Just a shame. That's all. That's a great Oh, song. yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, know I don't give things. Lily Collins a hard time
1: for that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care that she comes from privilege. But I do think that it's important that people understand that it is, that this is a like this is an industry that is also run by legacy, right? Like it's yeah. it and and you cannot compare yourself to other people because they're going to have opportunities that you're not, and they're going to have and, but that doesn't diminish your own value and your own talent, right? Maybe that's part of the hustle, and that and that's a big part of it too. Is like part of the hustle is like knowing how much you can personally handle, and yeah, also yeah. knowing, um what,
0: what, what way in is the right way for you? Yeah. I think that it is very, it is going to be very personal for anyone who does it. I just, I really, I really hope we do get as a society past this, this, you know, Olympics of, uh, of what was it? Would you call it?
1: It's the Oppression Olympics. Well, you know, the way that we get past that, though, right, Jenny, is equality. We can't personalize it and make it about us. We just got to look at the bigger picture. The reason why we're in this spot that we're in is because things are not equal. And if we can get things to a place of equality, then we avoid ever having to have those conversations again. You know? Then it's just like, how do we make sure we never go back? (laughs) You know? And it's hard because I think, like, most of us are realists. Most of us don't feel like, there will ever be true equal rights but i think we got to work towards it anyway because it's worth it
0: i totally i totally believe it i just i wonder it it feels like sometimes we get almost there and then the idea of what equal rights to some people changes sure i mean like it feels like it keeps changing in a way and then And then more, and then people get bitter and then people get angry and then people get shameful. And then we just spiral right back down. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening now in a way with, with the, you know, everyone comparing each other's suffering versus like compassionately understanding each other's suffering.
1: Well, and I think that's a valuable thing. I also think that that's personalizing it in a way that is tough, right? Like, I think the other side, you can look at it that way. The other way to look at it is, like, damn, there's a lot of hurt in this world. Like, there's a lot of people who are really hurting for a lot of different reasons, and we're in a time where we're finally, like, we have had to lift up the rug and look at what's underneath, and it is not pretty.
0: But isn't that, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, with the compassion of suffering of, like, we need to be looking at people and, and seeing them as a whole, not as like, sure person comes from money. This person doesn't come from money. This person has this color. This person is that color. Yes.
1: But I also think it's important to acknowledge that everybody's personal path and the things that make, and the things that make them them inform how they become who they are. So that's the thing. It's like the whole, you know, when people are like, Oh, you know, like, I'm not really into when people say, um, i don't see color like we used to say like oh it doesn't matter like right it's like the the michael jackson generation of like it doesn't matter if you're black or white right like it yes it doesn't but also it does like it, our our color the color of our skin our upbringing our religions our you know how our economic backgrounds all of those things definitely inform who we become and so it's like there's all these little bits of information though right it's not like Oh, Jenny Zagrino, white woman, (laughs) you know, and then that's it, right? It's like Jenny Zagrino, white woman who lived in Boston, who lived in Minnesota, who lived in Brooklyn, who worked her ass off 10 years in orthotics, who (laughs) to like be able to uh, chase her comedy dream, who has toured the country. Like, I mean, it's like all of those things. And I think that is really important, though that we not get into this habit of just summing people up based on those, those um, very like obvious identifiers and really yeah. look at the whole person. I think you're right. But yeah. those things do, and those are important factors in informing who we are. And We do also naturally judge people on that, right or wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that, that is, that is a, a human trait that goes back eons and eons. Yeah. And- to protect us. This is why like, totally. same thing about, and it was in that really great article from the HuffPost about how even, even if you don't tell kids that fat is bad, they automatically right. kind of will see a fat person and say they're bad simply because we're, our brain is like things that look different than us mm-hmm. or are different are bad. Yep. So yep. it's, you know, it is one of those things we have to conquer, but You know, I just feel like uh, if you want to sit and smell the flowers, you piece of shit. You're not going to get anything done. So hustle, (laughs) hustle, work, work, work. Um, No excuses. No bullshit. Sweat is just fat
1: crying. Yeah, (laughs) I mean shirt. No, I haven't.
0: So I wanted to do this character of this really awful person. Of like an awful human, um, and at Target they were selling these shirts that said like "sweat is just fat crying." Oh God! I was, I was like, "Oh my God!" Target, like, what? Yeah, I was at Target like two years ago. I think Target has since been like, yeah, Good we got rid of that stuff. But just like, yeah, I mean, I love all those, all those like
1: see, keep And that's the stuff <laughs> that I find to be like kind of bullshit, right? Like that side of the whole hustle movement. That's the part where I'm like, yeah, Dan, a man is right. Like, it's, it's bullshit. Millie agrees with me. She's making noises. And well,
0: that- I would say that I wouldn't be as far as I am. And I've seen this happen with a lot of female comics mm-hmm. where the, the focus of how hard it's going to be being a female comic mm-hmm. gets to be the focus. And mm-hmm. then you're not focusing on doing the work. And like I yeah. can can sit here, can, I know that there are issues, and I've brought them up, mm-hmm. but that's not my focus. And wait, I wait, mean, can like, you mention Joe Rogan at least once though? In this Joe story. Rogan keto keto brain, Joe Rogan <laughs> his brain is is just made out of steak sauce and uh, freedom. whole <laughs> like, thirty, he wouldn't do that one.
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man! One day I'm gonna meet him, and I'm gonna be like, "I love you so much. Put me on your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like it's it is, and that's that is the that is the thing of like, if we can know that there are these, you know, like you know, when you climb Mount Everest, there's gonna be some shit, but you're just like, "I'm gonna climb it anyways." But we focus on all the shit that's gonna get us to Mount Everest. We're never gonna fucking climb Mount Everest. Right. And that's what I, I think that some of this stuff can do is that it's well-intentioned, but if we keep focusing on it, we're never going to get to the top of the mountain, whether or not it be like, whether or not it be like, you know, art creatively um, or in a social justice way is like, we can't be distracted by these little, like little side tours.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think that's a really good point. I think um, we are in a time where, like I said, like we're looking under the rug and we're seeing there's a lot of shit under there. Yeah. Um, there also is something to not... To, to finding ways to channel your own trauma. Yeah. And also uh, and finding healthy ways to do it. And then the other side of that, too, is is, of course, using your art for that, but also, like, not losing sight of it. I mean, if people just focus there are there's a place for the people who whose sole focus is on like this is not okay and I'm going to continue to speak about it and then there's also a place for people who are like I am going I'm not going to let the fact that like I'm underrepresented or not represented at all get in the way of the fact that this is something I want you know like um we had Daniel Perez on recently and there are not a lot of you know well-known comics out there who are in a wheelchair yeah right and there's not a ton there's not a huge space for um disability comedian comedians in general but that doesn't mean and and she's also limited by like even just down to like the venues that can hold her because they don't have a lot of venues don't have wheelchair ramps to get to the stage yeah so but like if she only focused on the on what she can't get, then she wouldn't be able to focus on the things she can yeah. get. And so yeah, you you know, and then it does go down to like, you're you're totally right. Like for, for me, I could have said and I have said, to be fair, like I've quit ten thousand times from styling before I kinda got to this realization of like, I just need to do this my own way. Like if I continue to try to do this the way that everybody else does, I will just I'll kill myself. <laughs> like that's right. Like, you know, but like deciding that it was okay to go back and get a day job that allows me, um, to have the flexibility and the freedom to also do styling the way I want in a way that aligns with my own values from like the ethical and sustainable standpoint. Like that's actually fucking rad.
0: You know, it, it I, I changed, oh, someone's angry. I, have you heard a door slam? Probably didn't. Anyways, I've, I've. Did this thing I've been listening to this uh, guy and I just want everyone to know that a big tenant of gaudy positivity is always uh trying to better yourself mentally in yeah. uh opening your mind and your heart and all that stuff that's got yeah. yeah. so to this guy and, and there's something about the thing that really that really um and it, you know, we're talking about all like that manifesting and like it's a very LA life. But should we t- already talk about sex magic?
1: I don't know if we did, and if we didn't, we, even if we yeah. did, we should probably talk about it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like all this manifesting, all this stuff. Like, when it really comes down to, is it, like, is what's your intention? And like, right. I feel like if your intention is clear, you can fucking hustle however the fuck you want. You will get there. You know, like mm. I. Switched my intention. I feel like the intention of 2018 for me was like make that money. And I did. Yeah. Now I'm at the end of the year and I'm broke. So it was like because money isn't a, isn't a <sighs> tangible, beautiful heart opening, gaudy thing. Right? Mm. The real thing would be like what I've changed and, and I thought about it this morning is that my intention is now is to heal with my talent.
1: Is that
0: mm-hmm. comedy has a great <laughs> I hit a lamp. Comedy I love that. has a great um outreach to heal and to bring goodness. And there is a lot of bad comedy, but there is also a lot of good comedy that can do things can do good things. And like that has to be my new intention. It can't be I wanna make a billion dollars and and get, you know, have three songs with two hot studs every night in my pool house. Like it's gotta be that I'm gonna heal with my comedy and then the hot studs will show up, you know? Yeah, Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. You just yeah. have to manifest your Brad Pitt. I gotta wait, manifest wait. my
0: Brad Pitt. Your Lenny Kravitz. Um, and and my and Lenny Kravitz at the same time. Same time. Double time. <laughs> DP'd by two of the most attractive and older um, stars in in Hollywood. And I don't think that's too much to ask. I think I can manifest it. Yeah. You know what?
1: It's funny. Like my, I talk about manifesting a lot with my therapist. She's kind of going down this manifesting train right now. And the thing that she is making me do, she was like, I'm going to remind you because a lot of times with these kind of prompts, like I do think self-care stuff is really important, but I'm really bad at doing it in my own life. I really just am. I'm so bad at doing it. Um, I want self-care to just be hot tubs and time machines, but um, it's (laughs) not. (laughs) It's not. It turns out, I mean, yes, hot tubs can be a part of that, but it's a lot of the like hard shit, like cleaning my house, making things organized, um, managing my finances, I don't even want to talk about that. All those things are true self-care, and that's the hard shit. But yeah. but one of the things that my, the, like, sort of fun things that my therapist suggested that I do is I write down what it looks like, what scenario I'm in when I am my most effervescent self. Yeah. Which I love, because I love the word effervescent. It's anyway. beautiful. And, like, what scenario are you in when you are like that? And and then from there, write out what it is about that scenario that makes that possible. And then figure out how to make that scenario ha- – like, make that the goal. Yeah. How do I you think get sometimes to- – it's like, we don't even know what our goals are. Sometimes we think about it from, a lot of people make a mistake of thinking about it solely from like a professional standpoint. And sometimes that's not even it. It's really just like, what brings me joy? And, yeah. and I think the whole, like looking at what brings me joy through that lens of like, what makes me my most effervescent self. That for yeah. me, that speaks to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is that, cause once you're there, then the intentions become super clear. Right. You know, once you have like I cleaned my apartment this week and it felt it feels amazing to be in it. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, your apartment does look pretty awesome right now. I have a great new carpet, you guys. It's ready to be have Chinese food eaten upon it this Christmas. Yes. Very yes.
1: And speaking uh, of that, can we talk about Christmas Christmas uh there was,
0: one, there was one more thing I wanted to yeah. close on this with. Um fuck <laughs> it it escaped I, my brain. Sorry, I got excited by Chinese food. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, just keep your intentions clear. <laughs> oh, I did. I got a goal book for the year. And I don't mean goals, <laughs> just professional. But yeah, like something to really get my intention clear. And when I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and why I'm doing any of this. Oh, the other thing was my big goal of 2019 is to create work as either a movie or a TV show or internet, whatever it is that mm-hmm. portrays a fat body yes. as being a lovable, beautiful thing and portray more fat bodies fucking and, like, yeah. bodies being in love because I don't see enough of it. And when you do see it on TV, everyone's like, what? That's so crazy. Yeah, fat they people really fuck. Uggos fuck. You know ugly people fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, all, all types. Everyone in the world is like, I can't believe anyone would touch them. They're fucking, okay? So, (laughs) 2019, year of the fat body's fucking, and I'm going to make it normal and beautiful, and I'm going to be the fucking star of a show, and and the weight's never going to be an issue. Yes. That's the 2019 goal. I like that. Okay, now Christmas, Chinese food.
1: Yeah. What are you doing for your holidays?
0: Because... Uh, I'm going to the gaudiest city on the planet, I think. No, you're in Vegas. We're still, we're still going to drop next week's thing. It's just going to come out next week. Oh, we are? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know so, guys, so, guys, what happened is, is I flew a red-eye and in my tiredness forgot to upload the thing we recorded yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's in my car, but it will be up next week. But I think we needed to talk about um, some of the great, like, gaudiest places that you could be having your Christmas celebrations. Yeah. And I talked about Vegas, so you'll hear that next Yeah, time. I think Vegas is fucking awesome. I think a really great place maybe to have your Christmas celebration would be, like, uh, if we're keeping it local, why don't Joshua Tree? Oh, yeah. I actually, I have friends who
1: are doing that for New Year's, which I think is pretty rad. I might have to jump on that.
0: Yeah.
1: That feels like the opposite of going to Vegas for Christmas. Yeah, just the silence, just to be surrounded by nothingness, yeah. The blackness of... Uh... Yeah. The extreme darkness. But, you know, we we contain multitudes, and I contain the 50% of me that is a Vegas person and the 50% of me that is a out-in-the-desert-shut-up-don't-talk-to-me person. So, yeah. You know.
0: I would, I think... uh a really fun gaudy thing would be like a cabin on a mountain and some snowy shit. Yeah. I, you okay. know what? I feel like I want to take um, a Thomas Kincaid painting and I know it's not gaudy, <laughs> but I want to make it gaudy. You know what I mean? I want to live inside a Thomas Kincaid painting sometime. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I want to on grandma's
1: wall, dude. But you know what I do want? I I do like okay so when we were traveling this summer I've talked about this before we stayed at Pigeon Forge which is in the Smokies which is where Dollywood is and we stayed in this it was an Irish themed log cabin oh yes and I just feel like they didn't have to make it Irish themed like
0: why Irish The Irish and logging to me they really
1: want you to know that it's for white people like that's (laughs) Oh, that's a log sick. cabin is for white people, huh? I know. In the Smokies, where there's
0: Dollywood,
1: you don't say.
0: In case you didn't know, this log cabin is white as fuck. Yes. Well, so My like Scottish cabin.
1: Yeah, like definitely, all of the people from Dublin have vacations there.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where
0: that's where Dubliners go to
1: vacation. Except for, like, the black drag queen. Like, she's probably not going there. No. I don't think... I might have seen five black people the entire time I was in Pigeon Forge. And that's honestly because, like, the second you get to Pigeon Forge, you see that there's, like...
0: The KKK right outside.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you don't see it explicitly, but there's a lot of, like, Confederate stuff. Like, the Krispy Kreme donuts had... A blue lives matter mug for sale no. engraved look, by I the way
0: look i'm not surprised it's crispy no hey okay? they are a walkie embodiment of trump okay he yeah. looks like a Krispy cream donut
1: oh there's so much trump shit for sale in those places Ugh. that
0: being said the other side of it is
1: there's also a christmas themed hotel there oh my god can you imagine? You're, it's like fucking July and you're in a Christmas themed hotel. What kinds of people are also there with you in that moment?
0: I wouldn't be there. I don't think I wouldn't count those people. I would count some of those people as gaudy positive. Most of them I would not. Most no. Of I would count as uh, your grandma right. from Nebraska. Um, you know, if we're going to make some generalizations here, white people. Definitely white people. A lot of um, hats being worn inside. For sure. Yeah. They're red hats. They're red. You know, they're, they've mm. got sayings on them, fun stuff. Mm. Probably a lot of, like, uh, t-shirts that are tie-dye with an eagle on them. Also, yes. I want everyone yes. to know that Lupe's sleeping. And while she's been sleeping, her butthole has leaked on me. And now oh, it's like fish. Oh god. Oh, god. oh my David. god, it's everywhere. Jesus! Okay. You know, uh, why does there like fish in here? When no, Peter Lupe. Uwe, uh delivers, man. Oh my god, it's so bad. I have to stop the podcast. Guys, this has been fun. Pause.
1: <laughs> this is is it a pause so or isn't an end? Is this where we end? Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Racist it, Christmas resorts. It smells so bad. Okay, let's let's quickly finish. So that I can clean up the but dude, it smells like legit fish. Barf. Oh, it's gonna be rough. And now she's just going back to eating her bone like she didn't just <laughs> ruin this leather chair. Tell me <laughs> the fine dogs. Punishment. Dogs
1: just live their most I don't give a shit life ever and we have
0: yeah, to like, that. She's like, Mom, what? What do you want? I'm stretching now. I'm stretching and I got a leaky butthole. No big deal. Maybe oh you shouldn't be feeding me all those treats. You know? I did, this, I did this to myself.
1: Cautionary tale.
0: Oh, God. So, yeah. So, uh, racist <laughs> Christmas. There is anyway. a store in New England called the Christmas Tree Shop, which is a year-round Christmas store, but also kind of like... Of course it is. Oh, kind of like a, a really bad Marshalls. Hmm. like if like if Marshalls wow. in, uh like more of a Ross, dress for less
1: oh even even worse, but also That's better all the time Wow, I just think that uh maybe we need to do a gaudy positive documentary where we just. Stake out all of the Christmas in July places. Again, you and this travel have God? I
0: just want to go places and do things. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do a live one. We're gonna do a live one. When are you back from your trip? From 20, a hot from tub. From your from your Vegas hot tub sex party. December twenty sixth. There's all right. no. The, all the pools are
1: closed in Vegas in the winter. By the way, don't travel to Vegas for the pools in the winter. It's a disappointment. So stupid.
0: All right, we're gonna travel. We're gonna go. We're gonna go somewhere gaudy in LA and record yeah. live from the gaudy place. I like it. Okay.
1: Until then, any last minute holiday travel tips that you have to share before you uh, bark? Um, bring snacks.
0: Um, bring snacks. You, yeah, a
1: lot of people don't know you can bring snacks, even though you can't bring liquids. You can bring. out a whole pastrami sandwich. Cause he's a fucking boss, man. In his suitcase. In his suitcase. Yeah, it was carry-on, but yeah. Oh, I thought he put that shit under the plane. Yeah. No, no, no. It was carry-on, but it was in his suitcase. Also, guys,
0: alcohol, great. Drink it on airplanes. Ugh. You'll pass right out. I say take an edible right before. No. Right before security, though. I've, de- I've definitely smoked weed before flights, and it's been, yeah. been very nice. Yeah, just do it before you get to security, and you'll be good. You know, also, guys, if you really want to live? Take ecstasy just before you get on. Left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Why not go on a mushroom trip? You're in the yeah. safe place. Yeah, you're flying. Don't do that. Is that the seat? All right, I got um, this. I have one more.
0: Bring okay. a sheet mask
1: and do a sheet mask on the plane. Oh God! Your neighbors will love it. <laughs> They'll remember it. They'll want to take selfies with you.
0: Oh, God. You're yeah. better. But they know. Oh, no. She put her hand in it. Sorry. Okay. okay. You got to go. <laughs> I have things to do. Um, I love that our short episode is 45 minutes long. That's what happens when we're together. That's how you do it. All right. Thank love you. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay you positive. Bye. Bye.